Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Divorce the First Six Months. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing Matt Costell. He's been divorced for about a year and a half, and he's got two kids. He's got a, a five-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. Matt, thank you for coming on the show and, uh, and sharing your story. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. So tell us about your first six months. Um, so the first six months were, uh, it was, it was a sad time, you know, um, it was a time of just being mad at myself. Um, honestly, um, just that, you know, in terms of I, because I did kind of, I let it go to, to, to this point, even though I started from the beginning. Um, so it was a lot of just kind of like anger at myself, um, sadness of obviously like where I was because um, I was sitting in my parents' house, which I hadn't been living with my parents for a very, very long time, probably uh, probably like a, close to a decade was the last time I actually like was an actual resident there. Um, but it was just a lot of just anger at myself, you know. Um, I think during this first six, during, especially during the first six months and even up until now, I've just become more uh, empowered, um, more motivated to kind of speak my mind and to kind of trust my gut. Um, so it was during those six months, it was just a lot of like, kind of like self-talk. Um, and honestly, it was probably the most honest I've probably been in a very, very long time and communicating the probably the most I've ever communicated, especially in those first six months. What gave you access to communicating? What gave you permission? Um, it was because of where, what I was up, what I was up to. Um, you know, I was in the process. I was separated. I was basically told to get out of uh, my house, quote unquote, that I, you know, had obviously bought with uh, my ex. Um, and it was just kind of like a, like a gut punch of just like you know what, like you kind of sat on your hands, you. You swallowed your pride um and that's kind of like what got you here so at that point it was like you know what like i did this for a decade um because that's you know basically this past may 2020 would have been my 10th anniversary you know of being married um and it was like you know what and i had been dating you know probably two years up you know prior to that with my ex so say 12 years 13 years and I just kind of was in the position of like, well, this is what you should do. You're supposed to uh, compromise. You're supposed to try to make her happy, try to take care of her needs versus your needs. And it was just kind of like a domino effect of it started with her. Then it started with me not looking after like my friends. It started looking me not looking after needs from like my family and most importantly myself that it was just a domino effect one after another that I started to affect so many aspects of those around me, not just her, but of course, most importantly myself, because when it affected me, it kind of filtered out to everybody else. And so I hated that. And now I've been trying to be, to do my best to kind of take care of myself, but also to be more vocal, but also, but like in a good way, like reach out to friends more often, check in on them. 
check in on with my parents and my sisters, uh, be a better listener to my friends, to my coworkers, to myself, and try to take care of me, you know, in terms of just like, the, I, you know, I went so for so many years just of trying to be somebody for somebody else. And I, I lost myself. And that's kind of, and I know we'll talk about it later, but that's kind of like where I came up with this whole uh, blog of divorced dad dude because of just like, you know, I lost myself. So what happened? What, what happened that had you get into the divorce? Do you remember, is it one thing? Is it many things? I mean, it was definitely a collection of many things. Um, it just kind of started in the beginning of, I remember like one of like, our, you know, like in the beginning of us dating, we sat down for dinner and it was, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, you know, like that typical conversation. And she threw that out to me. And honestly, I hadn't given that much thought to, you know, uh, I just, you know, I knew I, in the end, I knew I wanted to be married eventually. I know I wanted to have a family location wise. I just didn't have in that moment, a feel of where I wanted to be, of who I wanted to be. I had a generic global definition of what that was. And she had it like pinpointed of like, this is what I want to do. This is when I want to have kids. This is when I want to get married. Um, that schedule got moved up. So as much as like, so for example, she didn't want to get married until she was 30. We got married probably when she was 25. And I'm, and I'm just kind of spitballing that off the top of my head, but definitely nowhere near 30. Uh, we had kids before I was 30 and I had a, in my mind that I wanted to kind of have kids, you know, around that time, um, which, you know, I think I did actually, I think I had it later on in life, but we waited a while. And I think it was because we weren't on the same page, you know, and it just kind of snowballed from being a kid from Queens with a girl from Brooklyn. I knew nothing of Brooklyn. And then all of a sudden I found myself living in Brooklyn um, in a lifestyle that I just wasn't, you know, used to. And I, and I say that not as like a, you know, a privileged kid or whatever like that. It was just a lifestyle or a culture I just wasn't used to, you know? Um, and I was so far away from everybody I knew, you know, all of my friends and family either lived in Queens or Long Island and I was by myself, quote unquote, but here I am with this girl that I said, all right, let's give this a shot. She makes me happy. I had recently just got out of a relationship where I was unhappy. Um, I knew about my ex prior to dating her because my friend and his now wife uh, had recommended, quote unquote, you know, me to her. Um, tell me all these great things while I was dating my ex before her. And I met her at a birthday party and we kind of just hit it off and we did well in our early years of college and having college fun and things like that. And then just kind of once things became serious and we moved in with each other within a year and a half, uh, just real life happened. And we really started to see who each other was. And um, I met her right after her dad had passed away, like two months after. And so in the beginning of the relationship, it was a lot of me taking care of her through all her firsts without him. Um, and so it was kind of like, you know, first holidays, birthdays, it was, it, she's an only child. So it was just her and her mom, even though she had kind of half brothers and sisters prior to um, her mom's marriage to her dad. 
um, and they just really weren't in the picture for her. So I kind of like was her support system. So as much as I was unhappy with the way that like she thought of like my family or my friends, it was, I want to be there for this girl. I care about her. Um, and that kind of like went on for you know a couple of years and where I was like swallowing my pride and just like, listen, she's going through a lot. She's got a lot of stress happening in her life that I just started to ignore all the things that she would say about like my family or my friends. And like, you know, why do we always have to go see them for like a birthday party? Why do we always have to kind of check in with your parents here and there? Um, you know, do we really have to go out this weekend? I just want to sit in this weekend, you know? And for me, it would just be like, listen, like I'm out here. I'm like 45 minutes to an hour away from my friends and my family. And again, talking early, early on in a relationship, I can't just pick up and go on a Wednesday night and go out and see my friends. I could, and maybe I should have, and I could have just put my foot down and say, listen, if you want to be with me, this is what I want to do, you know, kind of thing. And I just always just kind of yester. I just, you know, I was like, okay, if this is what you want to do, fine. Uh, and then I, you know, foolish me, you know, I love my kids, but I thought that kids would make it better you know, the relationship, our marriage, and I love them to death. And it just kind of, it, it just brought out more negative between the two of us, because then all of a sudden it became from, why do we as a group of two have to now go and like see your family or go like hang out with friends to now why do the three of us, why do the four of us have to do this? And it was just like, you know what, this isn't getting better. Um, we went through couples counseling, um, for probably a solid year, we even went through counseling, basically the length of uh, birth for my uh, son. So literally from womb to birth, we were in marriage counseling. And so he was born April 2018. And I was out of the house by July 2019. So we, I mean, so for the length of her, you know, carrying my son and you know, his first year, it was a tough first year of his life, you know, um, and obviously, you know, a little bit past his first life, you know, year because of uh, just everything we went through. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference. <laughs>